Finding the way. Finding the way every week. No overthinking, right? Go play some ball. Go play some football. It's an exciting time to be a Buffalo Bill and a fan of the Buffalo Bills. Welcome into week four of the Sean McDermott Show, presented by Connors and Ferris, your workers' comp attorneys. I'm Chris Brown, filling in for Steve Tasker, and glad to be joined by head coach Sean McDermott. Coach, your team had another impressive win this week, putting up 481 total yards, 43 points, also forced three turnovers. What part of the win against Washington did you appreciate the most? Well, I think honestly one of the things that I'm hoping we can use in the future here is playing through changes in momentum, momentum shifts, if you will, adversity. When we were up 21-0 in early part of the game, I believe it was second quarter, and then all of a sudden two scores back-to-back -back by Washington changed the momentum, changed the complexion of the game, and we kind of found our rhythm again and, and were able to reset, play good football throughout the remainder of the game and, and win like we did. So I think that's something that, that kind of lurks beneath the water in the win and, and and I was glad to see that come to the surface there. Took a couple of weeks, but we finally got that signature performance from Josh that we got used to seeing in 2020, 358 yards through the air, five total touchdowns. It was his fifth career game with four passing touchdowns and 300 yards, breaking a tie with Jim Kelly for most in Bill's history. What was different for Josh this week that maybe got him back to his 2020 form, do you think? Well, I just think overall, maybe he freed up a little bit more this week. Thought he had a good week of practice, and, and I saw the same in practice, to be honest with you. And, you know, not trying to do too much is a, is a good approach at times. I thought other times he spread the ball around, he created on his own. And with their rush, our routes and, and our protection matched up with the ball coming out really, really well this week as well. After your defense forced a quick three and out to start the second half, your offense went on a 17-play, 93-yard drive that lasted over eight minutes on the clock and ended with Emmanuel Sanders' second touchdown of the game. Josh went 9 for 10 for 76 yards on the drive, connected with Cole Beasley a handful of times. Were there any notable adjustments by Brian Dable and the offensive staff at halftime to help orchestrate that drive? Well, there's always adjustments. I think really the biggest thing was us going to the next phase of our offense, and, uh, and that was fun to watch. Like you and all the fans who were tremendous Sunday in the game, it was fun to watch for me as well, quite honestly. Uh, we spread the ball around, like I said. We were short, we were intermediate, we were long. We used a two-dimensional approach with some runs in that, in that drive as well, so I thought it was a good body of work right there in that drive. It looks like Josh has fast-tracked his on-field chemistry with Emmanuel Sanders here. He had five catches for 94 yards, a couple of touchdowns, including the 41-yarder that was the longest catch of the season, and it came on a beautiful over-the-shoulder throw from Josh. What has been your assessment of the veteran receiver through three games this season? Well, he's such a pro. He's off to a great start, as you mentioned, Chris. What a great example to our football team, to our young receivers in that room, to our young players overall, especially on the offensive side of the ball, of what it means to be a pro. He practices hard. He prepares. It means a lot to him. And then what he's done off the field as well in our community already in such a short amount of time. Great to have him. Great to have his family here with us in Buffalo. And with all of Josh's success, we know he couldn't have had that without the protection from your offensive line. After a challenging outing in week one, they strung together two pretty solid performances here. Against Washington, they didn't allow a single sack. They weren't penalized once. To what do you attribute the improved discipline of that group? 
Well, it goes back to practice, right? And how you prepare and how you practice is usually how you play or around about how you play. They've been preparing and practicing their butts off, to be quite honest with you. And we throw a lot of looks at them in practice and we're putting them under pressure in practice so that games become a little bit easier, we hope. But that was, again, a formidable unit up front for Washington and they handled things fairly well. In the first half, your team was playing great complimentary football. Your offense fails to convert a fourth down, and then three plays later, Tredavious White forced a fumble to set up a touchdown. The following series, Poyer picks off Heineke, setting up another touchdown, and just like that, you're up 21-0. What can you say about the way your defense helped fuel your offense with those takeaways in the first half? Right, Chris. As you mentioned, it's, it's complementary football. All three phases working together, all three phases covering up each other's weaknesses. And I thought we did that, that series and other series as well, including when they came back uh, on us with the 14 unanswered. And then we come back and our offense goes back on the field and answers their scores, uh, which is important as well. So good to see from our team at an early part in the season here. Taking it a step further with your defense against the Dolphins, it was your pass rush that largely changed the game. Then against Washington, your leaders in the secondary stepped up for you. Trey, Mike, and Jordan forced all three of your turnovers, all of which led to points, as we mentioned. What does it say when your defense can be effective in different ways from week to week to help you win football games? Right, that's a great point. I mean, when you look at it, week before versus this week. Like to have it all rolling at the same time. If we could, that'd be great. We'll work on that this week. But yeah, th those guys in the back end really did a really solid job and, and changed the game with some of those turnovers, as you mentioned. All right, thanks, Coach. We'll catch up with you later in the show to get your final thoughts on your upcoming matchup with the Texans on Sunday. The Game Plan is presented by Energy Mark, the official energy supplier to the Buffalo Bills. Game Preview is presented by Independent Health. You deserve the red shirt treatment. Maddie Glam here with this week's Game Preview. In week four, the AFC East leaders and the Buffalo Bills will take on the Houston Texans who are in second place in the AFC South. After putting up 43 points against the Washington football team in week three, the Buffalo Bills tie for first with a plus 50 point differential. Quarterback Josh Allen returned to last year's form by throwing for 358 passing yards and totaling five touchdowns in the win, which makes it his fifth career game with at least four passing touchdowns and 300 passing yards. Buffalo's defense is allowing just over 250 total yards a game, which is the fourth best in the league and they're also allowing only 14 points a game. They rank second, allowing opposing quarterbacks to complete just 57% of their passes. The Bills will be facing a green quarterback in Houston Texans rookie Davis Mills, who will be making his second career start. Their offense ties for 19th, averaging 22.3 points per game. But when they're in the red zone, they are efficient, scoring 77.8% of the time, which ranks eighth in the league. Wide receiver Brandon Cooks is their go-to guy and has the third most receiving yards in the NFL with 322. Houston's defense is allowing 386 yards per game and 28 points per game, but they have four interceptions, which ties for the fourth most in the NFL. The Texans lead the series with six wins and four losses. The last time Buffalo beat Houston was in 2015. That's this week's game preview. Chris, back to you. All right, thanks very much, Maddie. Coach, you're hosting the Texans here on Sunday, and you'll be facing a familiar face for the second week in a row. This week, your former quarterbacks coach and first-time head coach David Culley is coming to town. 
He won in his debut against Jacksonville, but dropped two in a row after losing Tyrod to injury. What do you expect to see from a David Culley-led Houston team? Well, they're going to play hard for Coach Culley. He does a great job, and I'm proud of him. He's already off to a great start down there, winning his first game, uh, which is always what you look for in, in your first year as a head coach. You want to get that first win. He's got that first win, and they're doing great things. They're playing hard, playing fundamentally sound. They're flying around. Uh, it's going to be a great challenge for us at home. We've got to do a great job this week of staying focused in-house on us improving as a football team, so we'll have our work cut out for us this week. The Houston offense features wide receiver Brandon Cooks, who is third in the league in both yards and receptions despite playing with two different quarterbacks. He has 23 catches on the year, is their clear number one option in the passing game. How do you prepare for a receiver who has been able to make plays even though opposing defenses have made him their primary focus? Well, that's a sign of a great receiver, and that's what Brandon Cooks is. He's been it for, for a number of years in our league. He can get down the field in a hurry. He's great with the ball in his hands after the catch. So we'll have to keep an eye on him and make sure that we have a good game plan this week. I know Coach Frazier and the defensive staff are already working on it to make sure we're, we're ready to go. All right, thanks for the time, Coach, and good luck against Houston on Sunday. Steve will be back next week to recap your game against the Texans and preview your Week 5 matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs. To everyone at home, thanks for watching The Sean McDermott Show, presented by Connors and Ferris, and as always, go Bills. Final Thoughts is presented by Toyota, the official vehicle of the Buffalo Bills. Let's go places. The Sean McDermott Show is presented by Connors and Ferris, your workers' comp attorneys. By Independent Health, you deserve the red shirt treatment. By Toyota, the official vehicle of the Buffalo Bills. Let's go places. By Kaleida, official healthcare system of the Buffalo Bills. And by ECMC. ECMC, bringing hope and healing to Western New York.